Hi everyone, welcome back to the Wellness That Works podcast. I'm Jace and I'm here with Pip. Hey Pip. Hello, how's it going? Good, thanks. Yeah, good. Not bad at all. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. Um, so sounding a little bit stuffy still, just off the back end of yet another cold, but I am fine, doing really well. Just had um, a really delicious filling omelette for lunch, which I thought you'd appreciate. Like Very nice. Very nice. What did you have in your omelette? Um, it was a bit of everything, actually. Kind of um, everything that we had left in the fridge, one of those. Um, so... What did I have? Onions, peppers, courgette, uh, spinach, ham, parma ham, um, and some herbs, some parsley and sumac, which was really nice. I, I love that even though it was a leftovers omelette, you still managed to go posh with parma ham and sumac. That's <laughs> just what I had in, I'm afraid. There's parma ham in the fridge. What I have lying around in my fridge. And, um, well, I, I, I plan to make some really good salads this lunch and this lunch this week. Um, parma ham is one of my faves and I love having it with um, nectarines. Have you ever had parma ham and nectarines together? Really good. Uh, really good I combo. struggle with the whole fruit and savoury thing. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, I would planned that for some meals this week thinking it was going to be warm enough to have some lovely salads and that that would keep me happy. But it's been so cold that I haven't really fancied them. So um, yeah, I had it. I had some leftover. So I whacked it in an omelette instead. Um, and loved it. I find omelettes are so underrated. They're so good and filling. And I always have eggs in, so it's a win. Yeah, no, I agree. And and it sounds like you've got loads of points back from that one as well with all the non-starchy yes. veggies in there as well. Yes, that is so satisfying to see those little plus signs tick up when you track your veggies. Um, yeah. So I saw yeah, an episode of MasterChef recently where they, they cooked an omelette. And it sounds like a really stupid thing to cook on MasterChef, but it was one of their skills test things. And and mm. they were adamant, like, you must have no colour on this omelette. It must go in very pale, it come out very pale and light and fluffy. Okay. But I love a bit of crunch to mine. I like letting it get a bit gnarly on the bottom. Okay, so you've got right. a bit of texture. I like mine golden brown, shall we say. Mm. I wouldn't want it sort of, I don't like any of the egg to be uh, raw or runny. I like it soft, but not runny. So I like to make sure it's all cooked. Um, so... Do you do you put your oven uh, your oven your omelette? I can't speak today. Do you put your omelette in the oven or do you fold it in the frying pan and cook both sides? Uh, neither. Oh, I just I just do? whack it. So I make sure the pan's super hot so that it will yeah. try and sort of glaze up on the bottom so you don't end up sticking too much to the mm. bottom. But yeah, I just let it cook through on the and it tends it can sometimes be a little bit muddly on top still, um, but okay. I'm actually okay with that as long as it's warmed through. I think you're pretty much. So, so, so you, are you a folder? I am a folder, yeah. So you 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 eat a circular omelette. I do. Well, it, okay. on the odd occasion, it actually comes out of the pan in one piece. Yes, I try to eat a circular omelette. <laughs> so scrambled eggs most of the time. Yeah, on occasion. My yeah. pans sin better days, to be honest. So um, I need to go I on the WW shop and get it's, myself a nice nonstick pan. It's a, You need a good pan. You mm. definitely need a good pan. I do have a fairly uh, new pan because my old one was like nothing would stick to it anymore. So it was a bit of a disaster. So yes, a good pan definitely makes a good omelette for sure. Um, but no, it was just a really good way to use up, you know, any food that was left in my fridge, mm. um, reduce reduce waste. Um, because Well, today we're going to be talking about, um, you know, some money saving hacks really in light of 
the cost of living going up, everyone's starting to feel it a little bit. So we want to talk about some ideas and anything that can help. Members save a little bit of money uh, here and there, eat well for less tips, um, reduce food waste, that sort of thing. So I definitely found my all-in-one omelette was a good way to reduce the food waste because otherwise I don't really know what I would have done with all that. I wouldn't have wouldn't have really had that in any but, other meal. So. Yeah, for the investment of a couple of eggs, you've got a great big filling meal out of it. Exactly, exactly. And there's enough to make another one if I wanted to, which I'll probably have tomorrow. Perfect. So there you go. You know how to live life on the edge, don't you? I know, exciting. Well, that is... And I was going to say I had a leftover lunch as well, but it was um, it was some hot dogs that I found in the fridge that I stuck under the grill. But that was nice. delicious as well. Tinned hot dogs. I know. Don't judge me for that, but you know, you know, I love a tin of ravioli and uh, yeah, you and your tinned food. I, I I do enjoy tins on toast. Tins on toast. Love that. We should make a series. I swear <laughs> we've had this idea so many times. Series of tins on toast. I'm 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 happy for that to be on the Dub Dub Insta stories. Yes, love that. What else can you put on toast that comes in a tin? Oh, Beans, how long have you? I mean, this is a half-hour podcast. I don't think we yeah. can explore that route. Maybe that's one for next show. A whole, a whole episode based on tins. I love that. I, um, I spent a while. I, I hurt my ankle a few years ago, and so spent a while sort of off work with my foot up for a lot of it, and basically for about two months just ate tins on toast. It was awesome. Mm. I had the time of my life. There's ravioli, spaghetti hoops. Tinned bolognese. Oh, spaghetti hoops. That's a blast from the past. Yeah. It's a winner is what it is. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> back, to you, back to you, Pip, with your um, money-saving hacks. We know that lots of people have really been feeling the pinch recently with the cost of living increasing. Um, and I think most noticeably, it's been across things like... Um, energy bills and petrol for one we've had we've had that crisis um which is still sort of ongoing and it's it's expensive to travel um and get in your car and go to work and that sort of thing um so there's a few things that you know people are starting to cut back on and um it's just it's on people's minds really isn't it i mean i think we're all we're all feeling it um but it, i just thought it was really interesting to hear what sort of thing people are thinking that they need to give up or deciding to cut back on, um, to cut back on rather, in order to pay for their necessities. So um, there was a uh, recent survey in April um, and out of adults, the number of adults asked, which was by the looks of things, over 20,000 people. The number one, the number one thing that Brits are giving up um, in order to make cutbacks are the little everyday perks. So eating lunch out, that extra coffee and you know the general the general treats that you buy impulsively which I guess makes a lot of sense doesn't it people are a bit more conscious about what they're spending their cash on um I've definitely found myself cutting back on coffees that I buy when I hop on the train um I'm also not very good at making a hot drink like in a keep cup though because I feel like I'm just a walking hazard and I spill it all the time I've literally never not spilt it when I've whenever I've made one so I don't really tend to do that um but eating lunch out is quite an obvious one um, mm. because you can do meal prep, can't you? And I know we talk yeah. a, we talk a lot about meal prep anyway, but that's definitely a big one that, that people lean into. So yeah, I, I bring a packed lunch to work every time because I just can't justify. Yeah, it's so easy. You just pop into your store of choice, and suddenly you've spent eight, nine, ten pounds exactly. on lunch when I could have bought a sandwich from home. Yeah. 
Definitely. So um, meal prep is definitely one of the biggest, biggest tips that we will talk about. Um, And then next on the list are um, luxury items like household goods, um, furniture and clothing and things like that. Um, I should definitely cut back on this, but I just don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I really, um, I like a bit of, a bit of shopping, you know, a bit of clothes shopping. Um, So. Well, top tip there. Shop it, try it on, send it back. Oh no, that's, I mean. That's not very good for the environment. It's not, is it? No. Travel right. costs and everything. I've started to think about Amazon Prime, actually, and do I need yeah. to buy that small little thing that I could just go up the road because yeah. of all the, um, just the environmental cost of the supply chain and having someone in a van bring it out to me and all the factory sort of distribution costs and everything. Well, this is another thing that people are cutting back on is uh, sub- subscription services. So anything like Amazon Prime or, you know, Netflix, your fave mm. streaming service, all of those sorts of things, people are starting to reevaluate because also most households are signed up to more than one. I don't know about you, but we have like three or four streaming services that we all, um, to be fair, we do like share because, you know, you can have many different profiles on yeah. um, each subscription. So we do kind of, I share them with my brother and sister. Um, so we kind of pay for one each, which does help. So we're not, we're not, would you, we're not cutting back on them because um, we use them all for different things. I don't know which one I'd want to give up. That's the problem, um, isn't it? There's a couple of shows yeah. we love on that one, a couple of shows on the other one, and then maybe a partner might like another show on another one. And, yeah, yeah you've got to keep them all. That's how they get you. That's um, it. But as you were saying with the Amazon Prime stuff, it's it's the convenience of it, isn't it? That is yeah. is so appealing. You know something's going to turn up at your house the next day. Um, and I, it's, I've really been thinking about it this week, actually, while I've um, been at home, I've had a cold, I haven't been going into the office um, and I've just felt so tired and run down that I haven't like gone out much. You know, I canceled all my gym classes. I haven't um, even gone to the supermarket because I live in London and everything can be delivered. Absolutely everything. There are so many of these services that I can do my whole food shop on and it will turn up in 10 minutes time. Someone on a little bike will pedal to my door and it will arrive. Um, And because of that, I've been spending so much more because I've been doing individual little shops nearly every day of things that I don't really know what if I want them. So I just, you know, buy a a whole shopping list of food just in the moment. That's what I decide I want. Um, and it turns up 10 minutes later, whereas um, if I'd have actually planned a few meals, then I could have, you know, shopped in advance and decided what I was going to be having all week. And um, I would have definitely saved a lot of pounds. Um, yeah. And that and you wouldn't have paid the delivery cost five times over as well. Oh, my goodness. I know. I know. I, I do feel bad thinking about how many times I've done that this week. Um, because it, but it was convenient. And that's why mm. I did it whereas you know just a little bit more planning yeah it's really, really easy to get sucked it. into the convenience factor and, and not realize that all these little incremental costs are just it's like you were saying that you pop into town and and you buy a coffee or you grab a can of coke or something like that all those tiny little incremental costs all just add up to be something a little bit scary once you really think about it definitely um and I'm gonna give give our another podcast a shameless plug. Our one of our walk talks um, that is available for WW members in your app. If you head to the Discover section of your app, you can find the Walk Talk podcast. And recently, we have had Chris Bavin on the podcast. Have you heard this one, Jace? I haven't heard it yet, but it's on my listen list. It is so good. 
It is so good and it's so informative. Um, Chris Spavin is the guy from Eat Well for Less. Um, and he's also got a recipe book. Um, I think it's about batch cooking, um, which is obviously something we love and talk about a lot. Um, and some of his tips on how to eat well for less um, are just so, so handy and things that I think people kind of know in the background, but actually if someone's really explaining to you the value of it, it's going to really resonate much more. And um, Chris's like number one tip is meal planning. Um, and he he says that um, this, well, this helps, you know, people save money, but it also massively helps food waste. Um, apparently there are 14 million baskets of shopping, food shopping that go in the bin every year that is wasted. 14 million. Um, because people aren't planning wow. their meals. Isn't that insane? Yeah. So um, it totally makes sense if you think about it. Like how many times have you just wandered around a supermarket with a basket and just picked up something you saw, even though if you didn't really know you wanted it or needed it or anything, and you just scooped into your basket and probably didn't eat it or it just went in the back of the cupboard. Um, we we had a cupboard clear out recently and I can't remember what the item was now. Oh, I think it was like couscous or rice or something. So I don't even know if that sort of thing really goes off. But it was a packet of couscous that I have been moving house with for like six years because the <laughs> sell-by date on it was something like 2018. And wow. I've moved house like four times since then. And so I've been moving house with this packet of couscous which is insane. Like, how wasteful is that? Because I've definitely bought and consumed a ton of couscous between 2018 and now. The and carbon that's been in my footprint of that, ba- that bag of couscous. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, lots lots of food waste going on that, that mm. needs to be addressed as well. Um, and it's just a waste of money, not, not just food. It's a waste of money. So other yeah. tips that Chris, Chris talks about is... Um, I mean, to help you with your with your meal planning is to really think about the foods that you want to eat and think about the ingredients that you want to eat. And what would you say are like the cheapest uh, ingredients that you can have in your your cupboard and your fridge? Do you you know what do you reckon? Oh, good question. Um, I would imagine something like potatoes or onions, sort mm-hmm. of your your classic basic fruit and veg, maybe a carrot, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, veggies and legumes are definitely up there on the cheapest list, um, along with grains and pulses. Mm. So lots of um, rice, couscous, lentils. Lentils are a, are a super cheap one that people forget about quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, I love a lentil as well. Chuck yeah. a lentil into a bolognese. Yeah, you've got to be smart. The way, exactly. Yeah, so not only are the ingredients itself cheaper, but they help meals go further when you when you bulk out other meals like that. Um, you have to shop smart when buying them. So go for the, um, you know, boxes or tins of, uh, uncooked lentils or, um, you know, the tins, the tins are already prepared, but the boxes are uncooked because if you buy the like packets or the pouches of cooked lentils, they can be like three, four times the price of a box. Mm. Um, so again, it's the convenience. That's the, that's the expense you're paying for. So the pre-cooked lentils are more expensive because they are good to go, good to eat. Whereas you need to cook box lentils yourself um and so they are cheaper so if you can factor in some time and just a bit of effort in planning um then you will be saving many many pounds um because convenience is, is what costs the money yeah and, and they're so good for like you've mentioned batch cooking a couple of times if you're mm-hmm. doing it like i say a great big bolognese or a big chili 
just chucking in a few handfuls of lentils and and it's going to benefit from sitting bubbling away for a bit anyway yeah exactly definitely that's a really good point um also i found this really interesting another tip um Chris encourages people to shop around when you're doing your food shop. So again, this is not the most convenient thing to do because people like to, you know, shop quick. Um, So he actually encourages you to go to more than one store. And actually Coach Kath did this really recently as well. We gave um, Coach Kath 20 quid to do her weekly food shop to see if she could do it and see how many meals she could get out of it. Um, And she did. I think she spent 21 pounds on her weekly food shop and all her meals um, but she shopped around and went to three different supermarkets to get everything that she needed for her, her for all the meals that she planned out, um, which is not a behavior people are really used to doing. People are quite loyal to the supermarkets they go to. Um, yeah, we certainly are. Yeah. But actually, if you're shopping around and go to a couple of different ones, you're likely to get different offers at different times. Um, so it can really affect the total of your basket, which I thought was really interesting. That is interesting. I'm sort of thinking, how would you do that? So do you need to mm. know what to buy where? So I know what to buy in Asda or Tesco's or Sainsbury's. So maybe a bit of a yeah, triple practice, but well, we've got, I think most towns have got Lidl's and Aldi's and, and whatnot. So there is some mm. stuff that we probably buy in Asda and we definitely pop down to Aldi of a weekend. Nappies, for example, are a huge expense yeah. for us at the moment, but yeah. the own brand ones from Lidl and Aldi are brilliant. True. I, there really should be like a price comparison website for supermarkets. Does that exist? I feel like we might have just found our niche. And uh, have we just invented it? And go and make our millions compare the supermarket. Um, because that would be, it might, I mean, it must already exist because that, how good would that be to know what's cheapest where? And so then you can just go and get it. I guess, I mean, for every item, you're right. That's not going to be But if you could plug convenient. in your shopping list. And just tells you where it's going to be cheapest to do the whole thing. That would be genius. And Might even, have to trade that, oh, trademark that now. Yeah, no, I, I think this is a great idea because now I'm thinking you plug in your shopping list and it's going to populate all the baskets and all the different websites and you mm. just click check out. Mm, done. Tells We're going to be millionaires, Rodders. We're going to be rich. That's going to be great. Um, now look, see, producer Sarah's sat writing it down now. She's copywriting <laughs> that as we speak. She's going to steal it. Yeah, let's get rid of her. Um, Quick. Well, no, because the other benefit of online shopping is that you are not distracted by all the lovely aisles with the yummy food. So you actually do stick to your shopping list as well. Very true. Do you prefer an online shop or a real life shop? Oh, online shop. Online shop, because I don't really like having to trawl around the supermarket and it will remember your basket from last time. So you can just redo that and tweak yeah. it, which is always handy. So you've got your core basket there, which is actually a good sort of meal prep tip in, in a way in itself as well, because you know you're going to need a pack of mints or mm-hmm. some chicken or some veggies. So all of that stuff just stays there, which is handy. And like you say, you don't get distracted by the delicious chocolate aisle or the even more delicious frozen pizza aisle. For me, it is the home section. <laughs> Oh really? I can't go. I can't go to a big Sainsbury's without going around the home section. Um, it's like a ritual. They do have nice stuff. It's so good, and also, I mean, we don't. Again, living in London, it's small convenience shops everywhere. So when we do go to big Sainsbury's, 
you know, we drive the half a mile it is to the closest big Sainsbury's and we really make a morning of it. And it's, it's a day um, out for you, is it? It's a day out. I love wow. it. Um, and, you know, you go around the whole furniture section, normally buy a candle or a mug or a cushion or something. Um, this is not a great coffee saving tip. Stuff. <laughs> I know, that's not a tip. That is Just casually bought a coffee table while I was out buying my beans. <laughs> what not to do. Um, and you just always end up end up buying more and it's like um again it's 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 like things like if you go to the supermarket hungry you're going to buy more for sure um and that is yeah a tale as old as time do not yeah. go to the supermarket hungry eat something if you're going to go shopping our local because big something else. has a um a lint door pick and mix right near the entrance so you oh, have to walk past it days. and you get your own box and you fill it up with all the individual ones that you like the most it's expensive and yeah dangerous. addictive dangerous very dangerous. dangerous wow yeah that is dangerous so you should definitely stay at home and do your online shopping uh yeah i do well i'll I'll be honest it's kind of one of the jobs my wife does we sort of have jobs split between us so it's not like yeah. shopping for okay. a job that's absolutely not what i'm saying before we get no, okay careful but no we have do you take the bins job. out do you want what sorry do you take the bins out no god she does that as well really Jason, I'm surprised and a little bit disappointed. See, we have this conversation at home all the time because I hate taking the bins out. I just hate it. I I just find it so disgusting um, that I always, always ask Jake to do it. Like, I, I'll like I'll do it if he's not around. I'll do it, but I really would prefer not to. Um, and he finds it so weird, and he gets all sort of defensive, being like. You know, you're a feminist. You want equal rights. You take the bins out. I'm like, no, but I really don't want to do the bins. So if you could just do the bins, that'd be great. It's okay and, not to like a certain job. Yeah, but he, yeah, it's, I just can't, I just can't do it. But he, yeah, he really wants me to back up my ideas and I just hate it. The re- so the reason I don't do it is, is not because I don't do it. It's because I forget. I've got the world's oh. worst memory. So I just, I know it's Tuesday that the bins go, although it's changing to yeah. Monday, controversial. But oh um, uh, that's going to be a big change of pace for us. It's very distressing. Everyone is going to forget that. Uh, for the first day, yeah, no one's been yeah. going anywhere. Um, the, the bin men are going to have the easiest job. They're just going to drive around for a morning. Yeah. Um, but no, I just forget to do it. So it's it's not it's not a conscious refusal to do the bins. But yeah, I've, I see now I really feel the need to list all the jobs that I do. <laughs> so yes, like, you should. Mow, you yeah, should. Oh. I, I mow the lawn. I do most of the cooking. My wife is very good and does a lot of the washing, but I clean the kitchen and bathroom and I do the ironing. So I feel like I need to get that on the table now. Yeah, you're saved. You're saved. Okay, so your wife does the food shopping. So these are more tips for her than you, but you can pass them on. Oh, she's definitely listening. Hi, Becca. <laughs> good. Love you. Oh. Thanks for doing the bins. <laughs> well, um, Yes, I highly recommend that podcast, though. You should um, listen to the rest of that Walk Talk with Chris Bavin. And um, all WW members can access that. Um, although I've basically just told you everything you need to know. But do listen to it because he has tons more tips. Um, but we also have loads of resources on the website. Um, and I have been actually really enjoying um, the recommendations for batch cooking because I'm back into my um, meal prep for the week so really enjoying um the meal prepping and it's really good to see some of the um you know cheaper ways to to batch cook with all the veggies that we talked about like the yummy ratatouille 
the ragu that you mentioned or a bolognese with lentils um, and, you know, lots of casseroles and pasta dishes and yummy things like that. Um, also, uh, turkey. I'm just going to put it out there. Highly recommend. Do you ever cook with turkey? We do turkey mince. Yeah. Yeah, we do turkey mince quite a lot because um, mm. zero points for us, uh, mm-hmm. for both of us, which is handy. Um, sometimes it's so much work. cheaper than chicken. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I don't know what it is about turkey that people don't like compared to chicken, but... I know. People just aren't into it. I can barely taste the difference. From a... If, if it's mince, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. from a mince or yeah. like breast or whatever you buy in the supermarkets that's not like mm. a roast turkey. Um, barely taste the difference. It's cheaper and it's higher in protein. Is I, it? I didn't know that. It is higher in protein. I can't now off the top of my head remember how much higher, but it is higher in protein. Um, so it's a win-win. Mm. I feel like yeah, I feel like you've got to work a bit harder on flavour versus like a beef mm-hmm. mince or something like that. But but that's True. fine because of all the all the benefits of it. It's it's cheaper, it's healthier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you can make some really delicious turkey burgers or koftas or meatballs, all that sort of thing. Mm. Um, you can jam pack full of flavor. Um, that's a really easy one. Um, oh, I tell you what, herbs. I did make a couple of months ago um, with turkey mince at WW Recipe Turkey Scotch Eggs. Nice. Really, that sounds nice. epic. Really, really nice. Yeah, just hard boil an egg, get some turkey mince, and I think I put some sage in it, some salt and pepper, smushed it around the egg, rolled it in breadcrumbs, and popped it in the oven for twenty minutes. Really lovely. That does sound really good. I might have to try that. Mm. Um, yeah, give it a go. That's a good little snack to mm. have in. Yeah, nice picnic food. And bar the breadcrumbs, pretty much all zero points for me, I'm thinking. Ooh. Yeah, egg, turkey. Yeah, just the breadcrumbs to point, which is, what, one, two at most, maybe? Yeah. And then I guess any oil. Well, if you bake them. Yeah, bake them. No oil. Love it. Yeah, there you go. Should I bring some into I the office I'm... next week? Yes, I was just about to say, I think you should be making these for people. I think I should be making these. Um, that sounds great. Well, um, I mean, making making your own snacks is is another way um, to cut back cut back on the costs. Um, and also, it's probably better for you because you know the ingredients that are going in them and it's likely to be less sugar. So um, that was going to be my next tip anyway. Keep making your own snacks. Ooh, like what? Popcorn. Oh, yeah. I'd never, ever think to make popcorn. Um, Yeah, we eat a lot of popcorn, although it gets stuck in my teeth and that really bugs Mm, me. A little bit annoying. Yeah. Not the most romantic Um, sat there on the sofa of an evening picking your teeth, is it? No, not really. Kind of, yeah. (laughs) I was going to say it kills the mood, but I don't know what mood (laughs) I was referring to. (laughs) Oh, you're probably still in that recently engaged honeymoon period. Yeah, well, anyway, moving on. Um, (laughs) um other snacks you could make um i'm trying to think of some now uh i feel like oats we come back to oats a lot but they are such a versatile ingredient um and you can make all sorts of yummy treats with oats um i feel like ot ot bananary like cookies or yeah you could could totally make like a baked oats baked oats but in a little sort of cookie type effort yeah Yeah, Yeah, we should, we'll we'll dig out some um, uh, snack recipes and share them on Instagram um, 
some some easy to make cheap snacks because um that's always a winner and I really find I really struggle with snacks actually um at the supermarket buying snacks um that are healthy and you know not extortionate because um I just feel like there's a really limited range I have a nut allergy so I can't eat much that's like seeded or cereal bars or fruit bars and things like that and so I I actually really struggle with stuff like that um Mm. but even having tons of chocolate in or just really boring yeah, I kind of always even, rice cakes. even something like dried fruit where you think it's going to be super healthy for you by the time you've eaten mm-hmm. four or five dried apricots it's easy to forget you've actually just eaten five apricots which is quite a lot of sugar that is a lot and I won't share with you the story where I once ate an entire bag of dried apricots thinking I was being healthy by mistake that oh my goodness that's that's a, that's an off-air story oh go on <laughs> no absolutely not because it doesn't end well for me Oh, fair enough. Okay. Well, I feel like we've covered quite quite a lot of tips there. Do you think? I think so. I think so. There's a couple oh. I'm definitely going to try in there. So I'm, I think I might have like a what? go at those oat cookies. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. We'll share some snacks. Um, you're going to make scotch eggs. I'm good. Oh, man, I've committed to it on air again, haven't I? So I've yeah. got to do it now. Um, and everyone's going to listen to a Chris Bavin walk talk and you're going to learn a lot. Um, but also keep an eye out on our Instagram pages because we are using the hashtag safe points, safe pounds, um, on any tips that we think are useful to everybody from our members and our coaches that are sharing smart ways, um, just to save a bit of money on your recipes or on your meals, um, We've got some really great kitchen hacks, um, like smart food swaps and um, ideas that can just help your budget go a little bit further. We've got some delicious pasta sauce recipes um, that you can make at home from scratch, which are mostly made up of zero point foods, um, or other than buying, you know, expensive supermarket pasta sauces. Um, Lots of wonderful things to do with oats, as we always talk about, but they're such a good, cheap ingredient. Um tips on uh, herbs and using herbs in food as a good old flavor booster and how to make herbs go further tips on keeping your food fresher for longer there's there's tons going on as well as those of you know batch cooking recipes and things like that to keep an eye on so um if you've got any ideas also then do share with us using the hashtag safe points safe pounds um and so everyone can see them there's some great tips in there pip that's really really good <laughs> I feel like I've educated you loads today. You have, you have. I've just sat here quietly soaking up the information. I love it. <laughs> Good. I'm and I promise I'll take the bins out this week on Sunday night. On Oh, it switches over this Monday. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll ask you next time. <laughs> See if you remembered. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, everyone. And we will catch up with you very soon. Have a great week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you.